Hey, Domestic Don, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again on a kind of steely gray uh, Friday morning in a uh, good old state of California. There's a guy in my neighborhood. He has like shock white hair, kind of a SFLB, short in the front, long in the back sort of look. Uh, my son thinks he looks like Hulk Hogan, even though it's not blonde hair, it's just white hair. Uh, but he does have sort of that, that same sort of mustachio, not the handlebar, what's it called, the fucking horseshoe uh horseshoe crab i don't know whatever it's called but those types of mustaches and he's always walking but he's always uh wearing a tank top and shorts and it's winter and i understand why people hate california and i don't understand why californians always brag about when it's winter time they see you know uh, uh iowa is negative 12 montana was negative 20 or whatever it was uh, uh there's there's floods in the carolinas tornadoes in the south uh the northeast got hit right, i think right so why are we and then we're all oh, aren't we we should be glad we should be so proud we live in california i have no pride in where i live uh, i've mentioned this many many times I would like to see some fucking snow on the ground. And yes, California does have cold areas, but not many. They have the Lake Tahoe region. You got, you know, Mammoth. You got the mountain ranges, of course, and the Sierra Nevadas. Uh, but primarily, California is just a, a, a temperate place. Is Northern California, where I live now, a little bit different than Southern California? Yeah, Southern California is worse, in my opinion. But they always, oh, well, L.A. is a fucking disaster, but at least they got the weather. At least they have the weather. It's that weird California pride, and I know other states have it. I know every state has some sort of pride. Uh, um, you know, Texas, uh, uh, don't mess with Texas. The bigger, the better, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Keep Austin weird, all that stuff. Uh, uh, I know uh, Arkansas had it a little bit when I was there. There's some Arkansas pride there of the South. You know, they weren't, uh, they weren't in fucking Kentucky. They weren't in Alabama. They were in Arkansas. You know, they're, they're in Arkansas. So there's pride there, I get it, but it's just so overt here. It's so out in the open, and it's so uh, uh, cunty, for a lack of better terms. It's just, it's, it irks me. And it, it, I'm the type of person, like I mentioned many times to my five listeners, I'm the type of person that I always end up hating the local sports team in the place that I live. I always end up hating them. I don't know why. Um, but where I grew up, of course, I'm still a Padres fan. I'm still a, 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 a Chargers fan for some stupid reason. I guess it's a, there's a weird sense of pride of place in those in those uh, establishments, those sports establishments. Even though they're, but it kind of makes sense because they're just loser establishments. So it makes sense that I like them because I'm a loser. But I, I always end up kind of not liking the teams that I'm surrounded around. Uh, that I haven't been following since I was a child. For an instance, in this area, it's all about the fucking 49ers and Golden State Warriors, and I hate both of those teams. I don't like them. I don't respect them, even though I grew up as a as a a, a, a fucking uh, what's the word called when you bandwagon? I grew up as a bandwagon 49er fan. You know, the Chargers were a debacle. I I wanted just like every other kid wants to be. They want to support a winning team. So I went so, sort of from like Joe Montana, but more in the Steve Young era of the 49ers and Jerry Rice. Yeah, I had a fucking uh, 40. Niner jacket when I was 12 years old. I was a shithead. I was a douchebag. Front-running pussy. That's what I was. And now I don't like them. I don't like them. I want to see them lose this weekend desperately, but not more so than the Kansas City Chiefs. There's pride there, too, being from fucking Kansas City. I like Kansas City as a city. It was nice to visit. Uh, Missouri is all right. Missouri seems like an okay state. I don't mind that. But the idea of California, so let's break it down a little bit. I think it's a little too righteous. I think it's a little too, like I said, overt, in-your-face pride. And these are people who do not take 
uh, anything that California really has to offer, the sort of ecosystem, the biomes, you know, the, the, the di- diversity of the uh, geography of California. No one takes fucking uh, advantage of that in this state. Yeah, there's surfers here. But you know how what, I would love to see the percentage of people who actually do surf in California and surf on a regular basis out of 40 million fucking people in this state. And not that many of them live on the coast, of course. It's not all coastal where the population is. Even L.A., it's a pain in the ass to get to the uh, ocean sometimes, depending where you live. San Diego County, was a, I had, we drove an hour in my brother's shitty Dodge fucking Primer Dodge Colt to get to the beach in wintertime. We were hardcore living in the fucking Bohunk uh, uh, country of San Diego County and driving that little beater all the way down to the beach on a winter Wednesday, for example, and wearing our fucking wetsuits home wet for some reason. We were idiots. But we did it. We went surfing. We went bodyboarding. We utilized the ocean. We utilized the, what, what California had to offer. So I just want to see, I want to pull almost to see the people who are so prideful of, of the weather of California, so, who happen to be born here, who happen to have the privilege of being born in, in temperate uh, uh, conditions. I just want to see what the, fra- I want to see what the, uh, like I said, percentages of surfers. All right, we have a long, long coastline. A lot of it, a lot of it is not surfable. Many of the places are, but not all of it. There's very cold regions. There's very rocky regions. There's very uh, uh, inaccessible regions of California, of course. But I just want to see 5% of Californians? That would be a lot out of 40 million. What's 5% of 40 million? I don't know. Uh, but whatever it is, a couple of million, million people surf, that's still a fractional few. If you're going to be so prideful of this state and all, quote unquote, all that it has to offer, utilize it. We should have like an 80 percentile people who fucking surf. But I know people who were born and raised in California with very close access to the ocean, who have never surfed in their lives. That seems to me retarded and almost weirdly impossible. How is that possible? Why would you continue to live there and pay the prices that you do pay now to be so close to the ocean and never really step foot in the water? In any regard, it doesn't have to be surfing. It could be fucking uh, swimming in the ocean, snorkeling, recreating somehow on the coast. There's people who live 45, uh, 45 minutes to an hour. They don't go to the ocean. It's only an hour away. That's not far. They just dawdle away in their own fucking town without even doing anything that California, like I said, has to offer. Do you know with someone from Nebraska, you know how lucky they would feel if they grew up in the middle of Nebraska and they had an ocean a mi- a, an hour away from them? Do you know how often a Nebraskan might go to the ocean? I don't know. I don't know. Do they feel that over there? I'm not sure, but if you're in the middle of the country and you have no ocean, you would think you would take advantage if you're so close. But yet again, Calif- most Californians don't. <coughs> I don't surf anymore. I don't bodyboard anymore. I don't wanna, I'm not buying like a fucking uh, eight millimeter wetsuit right now and a hoodie and, and, and booties and shit. I, I mean, it sounds fun to do, but, so, but I did it. I did it for a long time. 15, 20 years, whatever it was, however long I lived. It was a long stretch, where I, and I do go down in the ocean. When we go down to Southern California, I still go out there, and I still go to the beach here. I'm not surfing here, but we don't utilize it as much as we probably should, so maybe I'm being a hypocrite. But at least I've done it. I could say I have that in my, in my, in my backdrop, in my history. Uh, what about skiing, snowboarding, same thing? I know it's not as accessible as the ocean. The ocean is pretty much free outside of you know, maybe parking, 
and, and the gear you need to possibly surf, bodyboard, uh, wind, uh, kayak, windsurf, whatever you're, whatever you're fucking doing. Yeah, skiing, snowboarding, a little bit more inaccessible in terms of cost. I understand that. But if you're going to say, oh, California, it's the best place to live. It has everything that you need to recreate, to live, to thrive. I want to see what the percentage of people who actually ski and snowboard are on the regular. And that kind of annoys me, too, the sort of the, 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 the people who just, you know, it's fine. I understand there's only snow in winter, but they always act the part. They look the part. They dress the part as that sort of snow bunny look. The Patagonia pussies, you know, the fucking North Face uh, nitwits, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, they look the part. And I talked about it last time on the podcast of Tahoe and things like that and all those assholes that are out there. And again, it, there's always a showmanship, it seems like. I know Colorado definitely has it. I know most places that have ski resorts, that uh, they're all like that. I understand that. But California, again, I'm living here, so I, I see it and I feel a little bit more. I don't need to see your fucking Instagram of you uh, uh, at the, at the, on the slopes. Yeah, you do it like for a couple times a year. That doesn't mean it doesn't make you who you are. How about fucking RVing or not RVing? Uh, uh, OTVing is that what it is? Uh, off road, right? Oh, what the fuck is the phrase? OTV, ATVs, all terrain vehicles. Do you guys do that? Do you go to the dunes in Glamis on a regular basis? So you got the desert, you got the mountains, you have the coast, all within a couple hours of each other in this sort of fantastic state of California. But again, you don't utilize it. You just don't. So stop having so much. What are you prideful of? The cost of living? Gas prices? Highest taxes? uh, Probably in the nation. I don't know. Maybe Hawaii is a little bit higher. New York City might be higher. I don't know. But we have wildly high taxes here. Our roads are shit. We've had a lot of recent storms lately, which I'm appreciative of. I like weather. I'd rather be a little colder, a little snow on the ground. I, I always get a little uh, a vibe, a little electricity going through my body when I've lived in places that where there is an impending actual storm storm, not just some wetness coming from the sky. But the potholes are fucking incredible here. There's so many potholes on the road. And yeah, my fucking 2005 Nissan Frontier bucket of bolts, piece of shit car, that feels it. All right? it's, a, it's like an old man walking down the stairs. That's what, it, that's what my truck feels like. It's, like, it's creaky, it's croaky. It's groaning. It's you know, you might fall, you might misstep, and it just it's 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 loud when I hit it. But I hit this fucking. I think I hit the like uh, a microcosm of the Grand Canyon pothole in Napa County on the way back from Sacramento about a month or so ago. I just I didn't see it, and I felt it felt like I went down into like a, 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 a what is it, a sinkhole. And now my my truck has this little like you know, a little creaky sound to it. Maybe I bent the axle, fucking axle rose, greased the axle. I don't know. Uh, but the, the pothole. I mean, what are we paying taxes for? And they're getting worse and worse. Even in this shithole city that I live in, every fucking road, even in the nice areas in this in this godforsaken city, even the nice areas have the worst streets. What are we spending our money on? The homeless? No. Drugs? Probably. The, you know, fentanyl, probably. I don't know what we're spending money on. Nothing. So, again, you have skiing, you have surfing, you have uh, uh, fucking dunes to ride your motorbikes on, dirt bikes on, whatever. Um, the dune buggies. You have it all, but we're not utilizing it. We're not even, and we don't complain enough. We should be complaining about it all. But I don't. The delusional Californians, they don't complain about anything. They, don't, they just don't complain about the cost of labor. Well, well, you have to pay for the beauty. You have to pay for paradise. What? What? I've heard people say, oh, this is the most beautiful place in the world. No, it's not. There are way more beautiful places in the world than fucking California. 
especially where I live, way more beautiful. Well, it's wine country. Fuck wine country. What is wine country? It's like, this is just, just like Italy. No, it's not. It is not. And again, I'm jaded because I fucking, I live here. And I've grown up most of my life, lived most of my life in different spots of California. And yes, there is natural beauty here. It's just not here anymore. <clears throat> if that makes sense. The wine country. Oh, what? Rolling hills and fucking vineyards and, and pesticides fucking blackening my lungs? Or giving me some t- testicular fucking cancer? Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Who gives a fuck about a winery? I don't get wineries. They don't make sense to me. I know I've talked about that before. Zero sense. I don't give a fuck about breweries anymore. Give me a fucking cube of, uh, of Coors Original. I don't need to spend $9 on a fucking triple IPA. I don't need to. And why is that the case at every place I go to now? Cost of living. It's fucking egregious. Yeah, well, at least you have the weather. I don't want to spend $9 a beer. Can I get a $3, $4 beer? Is that okay? I don't want a $20 fucking burger. Grass-fed beef from fucking who knows where. Local butchery or local cattle. I don't care. I don't need it. Yes, do I try to eat that stuff anyways? I do. But do I want to spend $22 for that? No. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck about your truffle oil fries. Stop putting truffle oil on shit. Nobody likes truffle oil. Just give me a fucking French fry. It doesn't have to be caked and shit. Just give me a fucking spud in the deep fryer and a burger for like $10. Is that, so, is that hard to ask? Why is it when you go out now, in this state in particular, for two people, you're already 60 bucks in the hole before you even sit down? Why is that the case? Pride of fucking California. You're delusional. And I think there are no, no, there's no non-delusional Californian who are people who still, they're the ones who still stay here for some reason. And will never leave for whatever reason. I don't know why. Is it because it's a blue state? Blue states suck. Blue states, and this is my conservative 45-year-old brain working now, liberal in a lot of things still, left-leaning in a lot of things still, but I'm tilting. I'm tilting towards that right a little bit. The conservative side of things. You know why? Because it's smart. It's smart. What do they say? You want to be liberal socially, conservative fiscally or something like that? I don't have fiscal. I don't have fucking fiscal, so I can't really be conservative fiscally. I I don't have any finances. I don't have any 401k. I don't have any retirement savings or funds or anything. That's, that's my wife's shit. That's the shit she deals with. I don't give a fuck about it. I just don't. Will I, will, I, uh, <coughs> will I be upset or a little concerned when I'm like in my 60s? Probably. And that's coming up sooner than later. But I don't worry about these. I don't think about these things. So blue states, who gives a shit? Why? What's the point? Red states are better. They just are. They're cleaner. They're usually cheaper because obviously it's just probably geography as well. All the fucking blue states take up the West Coast. All the blue states in the Northeast. Yeah, it's location, location, location. I'm sure that's what people have pride of. But the red, red states are just better. You can still get that $10 burger and fucking drink deal probably in the red states. You can't get it here. And you'll get some fucking some big southern ass to look at. You'll get some, a non-pretentious uh, uh, people. Women in particular. Yeah, you're going to have the Patagonia pussies all over the place because California and New York City, they infiltrated everywhere. They came from both sides and they kind of, they bled themselves into the center of this great, once great country, once great nation. But I tend to like red states more. It seems freer there. It seems freer. It seems a little bit more relaxed. Have you ever noticed that people in blue states, these fucking liberal blue haired, uh, fucking green haired assholes, 
Do, do you know they're whining and complaining? I know I'm whining and complaining right now. But you know, they whine and complain always about everything. Everything. I mean, politics, social structures or strata, whatever you want to say. The news of the day, they'll get upset at Palestine. They're fucking cheering on Palestine and shit all the time. They're blocking roadways. You don't see this shit happening in red states as much. I don't think. Maybe I'm delusional. But I, I don't see that happening. Whatever you see is someone who's, who's piled in, in the middle of a street. And for some reason, they're wearing fucking uh, 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 like construction vests. They're, they're wearing those sort of, uh, uh, what are they called? Smocks? That are reflective, whatever the fuck they call it. I don't know what they are. Uh, 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 safety wear. The, why are they wearing that? So people can see them. Yeah, you're in the fucking middle of the freeway. You just clogged the, I, the fucking I-10. <coughs> you just, what, why do you need a safety vest? And I saw this video the other guy this other day. I think it was in Britain somewhere. And this guy was calling out all these protesting idiots and saying, do you know where you, the, your clothes came from? Oil. And then you're, you're, you're backing people up to idle. So you're wasting gas and oil by stop. What are they doing? And the protest in fucking San Francisco that shut down the Oakland Bay Bridge, I believe, was pro-Palestine. They shut down the bridge and people were applauding them. The constituents, the fucking board of directors, the, the politicians of San Francisco, they're like, oh, well, good for them. Well, for what? <clears throat> How does that stop anything happening in the world? Like you only see that in blue states. Weird. Yeah, it's just a sort of California, it's, like I said, delusion. Total delusion. And I was trying to come up with a bit, not really working, as most of my bits over the last couple of weeks have not really totally hit as I wanted them to, but it's a work in progress. But, you know, California, California king-size bed. Do you see the pretentiousness in that? And then California burrito, I like those, so I can't really call those out. That's good. But why is it a California, just because you throw some fucking potatoes in there, it's a California burrito now? There's a lot of things named after California. It's a, it's a famous, populous state. I get it. I get it. Populism rules, of course. So if you go to anywhere in the world and you tell them you're from the uh, United States, they'll probably assume L.A. or New York. Right? Probably. Those are the two major ones, I'm assuming. Or at least that's what people probably associate with the United States, Hollywood and New York City. But New York is a big state. You know, my daughter didn't even know. When, when we went to New York City, she thought that was the state. The city, she didn't know about the greater New York, but she was fucking eight years old when we went. She didn't know about the greater uh, Albany, you know, upstate New York, Buffalo, shit like that, western New York. She didn't know all the ins and outs of the state, of course. And of course, California is much more than, it is, than L.A. And there's tons of pockets of California, I get that. But we have these weird things about naming things after California. <clears throat> and the one that's been bothering me lately the most is the, the California Sober. Have you guys heard of this? I think you probably know what it is, especially if you live in California. And if you don't, it's kind of a new term probably over the last couple of years. I don't know who fucking said it. I think, I think some singer or rapper or some shit, Demi Lovato or something. I don't know, someone who sees fucking aliens uh, or believes in them. Uh, you, you know, she, someone coined it. I can't remember. Katy Perry? Maybe? I don't know. But California Sober, it's basically you, you don't drink or you drink. You don't, you're, you're kind of trying to limit your drinking. You're trying to curb your drinking to a certain extent. <clears throat> and what it means is you don't drink as much, but you can do other things. You could do drugs. So California sober doesn't mean you're actually sober. And I'm seeing this a lot in the comedy world, and it kind of irks me like most things do. 
I don't see a lot of drinkers anymore. People drink. They have beers at the shows. Open mic, people are drinking, of course. So I'm not going to say people are all sober. But the idea of the chastising of drinking now is, has been overtaken by soberness, sobriety, right? So the drinking has kind of been frowned upon again. Or now, is this the first time in history? Now, I guess the prohibition, right? But even the pro- prohibition started more drinking. So it kind of failed. It backfired with the government, right? So drinking now, this is the first time I've ever seen where, you know, it's always been kind of life is a beach kind of thing. Corona, all that stuff. You know, it's always been there. Budweiser. So it's always been there in terms of like, this is how you have fun. You have to drink. And is that a wrong uh, ideal to give the children and, and, or adult? Yes, it is. You don't have to have drink to have fun. Is drinking fun? Of course it is. But you don't have to do it to have fun. So I get the advertising techniques, of course, and marketing and all this other stuff. But now it seems like, the Instagram guru assholes and just all these fitness douchebags are like, oh, look at me, I'm 48. You know why I look like this? I quit drinking. No, you fucking didn't. I mean, yeah, you quit drinking. That's not why you look like that. I mean, I, I don't look terrible for a drinker, for a booze bag, right? If I stopped drinking, I would have a, I would have a six pack pretty soon. I have a little bit of muscle on my stomach, upper abs. Those are the easier ones to get. The lower abs, not so much. But I'm a 45-year-old booze bag. And my body's not terrible. You know what I do? I fucking work out. So I'm not one of those booze bags, one of those fucking drunks that just sits at home all day and does nothing. I work out. I work hard at what I'm doing in terms of trying to get my physical form in as much top notch and, and, and slay the demons as much as I can. That's what I work out for, to slay the demons. It's not for physical prowess. I'm never going to be the biggest, buffest, most ripped, cut, strongest guy in the world. I understand that. I'm 45. It's over for me in that regard. But I, I'm doing it for my mental health for more than, more than anything else. And it's okay to still look good. It's still okay to see the veins popping out on the shoulders. It's okay to still feel strong, of course, at 45 years old to sort of keep your testosterone in check or even elevate it a little bit while you're working out. But these fucking idiots on, on Instagram or TikTok, or, I, 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 you know how I look like this? I stopped drinking. And then they chastise. That's not the reason. <clears throat> One, you're probably on something. You got to be on something. Steroids, TRT, some sort of enhancement. All right. Just because, no, just, you didn't just fucking stop drinking. So stop lying. And again, California sober. I've seen it a lot, like I said, in the comedy world. They're like, oh, I don't drink. But they go get high as shit outside the club. They're vaping inside the club, which I don't care. I don't care in terms of what they're doing. I just don't like the idea of like, well, I don't drink, but I do this. <clears throat> they get fucking high as shit and they come in. It's just, again, it's like the other joke. It's a fucking lazy drug. Weed is a lazy, stupid drug and I don't like it. I really don't like it, but I kind of do. I know I'm kind of criticizing myself here, going back and forth. I'm not criticizing, critiquing. No, what is it called? Chastising. Uh, I'm going against one. Contradicting. I know I'm kind of contradicting. What the fuck is up with these goddamn stupid fucking, what are they called? Fly, fruit flies? They're everywhere. Uh, I don't even have fucking fruit right around me. They're buzzing around. Uh, I know I'm contradicting myself. But again, I'd ra- much rather sit at a bar, have a beer, than just go outside, vape, and come back in with just like a look on your face. And like, yeah, it's going to get hot. I just hate the fucking talk. I always have. I've always hated that fucking hippy-dippy shit. And again, I think weed is better for you on your body than booze is. I understand that, but I'm not a weed guy. There's a difference there. I'm a booze guy for some reason. My GABA GABA hay receptors, they, 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 they spark with alcohol. They, they don't do it with weed. 
I think I mentioned on this podcast last year, my brother bought some fucking blueberry banana tits uh, 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 joint from a dispensary, and I didn't know what the percentage was. I don't even know. I didn't even know weed had percentage. To be honest, I thought you just. I thought it was just weed. So I had a, a couple of heavy beers, <clears throat> and then I smoked too much. Of, I think I only took two hits actually <clears throat> off this joint, and I, it laid me out. I was staring at a fence in my backyard. Just staring at it. And then I laid down on my steps in the garage in a very uncomfortable, bent position. And I couldn't move. I was fucking paralyzed. My brain was paralyzed. I'm like, I, I can't move. I tried to get up. I could not get up. I don't like that feeling. At least with booze, I know what to do. I'm going to throw up. I'll stumble. I'll trip. I'll break my nose, which I have in the past. But I, I, know, when, when that, I know when that's coming. I know when the tipping point is. With weed, I don't know the tipping points. How are these fucking, all these fuckers vaping outside of a goddamn comedy open mic? How are they sustaining themselves? And then shrooms, oh, mushrooms. How is that? I mean, yes, I should take shrooms. I should. I just don't like, I don't like the surrounding. Like, everything's got to have like a third eye with mushrooms. I don't like the vibe. But I don't like beer either. Like the vibe of, woo-woo, frat boys. That, that, fuck, that fucking ruined drinking. <clears throat> it, it, it gave it a... Insincerity, I, th- I would say. Is that a word? Yeah, you know, I don't like that frat boy drinking or the white girl drinking. You know, you see all those fucking TikTok or Twitter videos, X videos of white girls drunk. They're hilarious. They're horrible. Horrible humans. But, you know, but what happened to like the cool drinking? Like the uh, fucking Ernest Hemingway or the, what's the fucking, F. Scott Fitzgerald, like the 30s, 40s, lost generation writer types of drinkers. What happened to those guys, the Humphrey Bogarts or the, or the Rat Pack? They're dead. Or to a certain extent, the Charles Bukowski for sort of dirtbag, white trash, low, beaten down, brow society, low brow society. <clears throat> that even had a, 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 an air of uh, uh, authenticity, right? It had an air of almost like, uh, um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? Not wonderment, but it just, you know, it, it, they made it look, uh, God damn it, cla- not classy. You guys know what I'm talking about. But uh, romanticized it. They romanticized it. See, I'm coming up with words. They romanticize, and that's not good either to romanticize drinking. That's why a lot of quote unquote artists, artists, they think they have to fucking do all these drugs and drink to become it. Or you don't. It kind of comes with the territory for some weird way, in some weird way. But you know, I think uh, Jackie Gleason I heard about was a you know a massive drunk and probably fun to be around. Drunks are fun. They're fun people. Weed people don't seem fun to me. You know, they just don't seem fun. I don't, they don't do fun things. What are you going to play, fucking Fortnite all night? Booze bags do shit, at least. They go towards something, it seems like. At least the ones I know, that's how I am. But California's sober. It's like, do you have to mention that on stage, that you're sober, when, when in fact, I know no one is, no one's sober, but I hate, when the, I hate it when comics, I hate it when anybody just says, I'm sober two years, yeah. and I know I've probably talked about this, but who gives a shit? I just don't like when people open with that and it gets like, ooh, it gets an applause. Ah, and I put it in my, my act. I put it in my act. Uh, I hate that fucking word too. So it's like a, when a chef makes a, a, a dish, you know, I, oh, the, here's my dish. It's a fucking made a plate of food. Come on, that's pretentious. Here's my dish. It's like a, uh, my act. In my act, I did that, you know, I fucking, I'm tired of sober people. I want drunk accolades. I want drunk recognition. I want addict recognition. You know, we should have give awards to addicts. You know, I, who, you get like coins and shit when you're sober. <clears throat> Two years sober, three years, and you get all this sort of social media clout. You don't get any clout when you're drunk. 
You don't have any soapbox to stand on to say 20 years drunk. You know, in the, in the, in the bit I did, I was, it was kind of like it didn't work out too well. Maybe I'll work on it a little bit, but we should have awards for those. You know, the person who's pissed in public the most uh, or been arrested the most for p- pissing in public and now is on Megan's Law websites. You know, we should have a, 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 a best supporting a, a broken home. Uh, you know, just things like that. Uh, uh, you know, best performance for calling nine one one for a d- d- domestic abuse, whatever it was. Can't remember. I don't have my notebook. Well, I have my gay notebook here, but it's too. There's like eighty pages written in it, so I'm not gonna go through the fucking bit. Uh, but that's what it is. You know, drunks get no accolades, but it takes. It, it is effort based. You know that it is an effort based thing. I just don't like this sort of California so It's just it's a dumb fucking phrase. And another thing. Maybe I'll, I'm trying to work on this as well. I hate it when people get on stage. I don't like it when they get on stage. And then they, one of the first things they say is like, oh, I'm autistic. Oh, I have anxiety. Oh, I'm this. They, they mention what their problem is. And all, all of a sudden, I think they're getting like sympathy points or like, oh, yeah, I am. From the audience or people, yeah, I am too. What if I could just go on stage and be like, I don't have any diagnosed problems. I tried to get a therapist and they fucking wouldn't even give me one because I didn't have enough problems. And the one thing they focused on was that I drink too much possibly. I mentioned that. I know that in a previous podcast. But what if I just went there and said, you know what? I have no medical, mental disability. Would that give me less clout if I'm a sort of quote-unquote normal? I know I'm not a normal individual, but do I have to say what my problem, my diagnosis is? I go to therapy. Fuck therapy. Therapy is like the new ice plunge. You know, you got to get in the ice bath. You know, you got a polar plunge. That's the new fad which I know is good for your body, just like I know the sauna is good for your body. Yeah, would I take that ice dip, ice plunge, whatever you want to fucking call it? Yeah, I would. <coughs> ice tank, what is, it, is that what it's called? I don't know. I would, I would do the ice therapy if I had one in my backyard. I know I would do it. But I haven't, but I just don't like people talking about it. And that's all people do when they start doing that. They talk, that's the same thing with sobriety. That's the same thing with mental illness. They just talk therapy, therapy. Oh, I'm in therapy. Fuck your therapy. I'm tired of hearing the word therapy. Do we have that many fucked up people out there now that everybody's in therapy? I don't think so. Well, it's good that we're talking about mental. Yeah, it's probably good. It's better than hiding it. But no, no, no. I think it's better. No, fuck that. I'll scratch that. Edit that out, producers. But I think it's better to suppress. I think we need to get back to suppressing our feelings. We need to get back to not talking about them all the time. I think it's better that way. It creates uh, 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 stronger individuals. We need to get the strong man back in our lives. So I don't think therapy is good. I don't think sobriety is good. I think we just need to suppress and suppress and push it all down because that's what our forefathers did. And foremothers, I guess. All right. Where am I at? Uh, California sobriety douchebags. Okay, got that. Uh, uh, fucking potholes. Got that. All right. Oh, so this was, uh, earlier this week, talking about mental illness. <laughs> so I'll, I won't talk about, I won't say I'm a depressed person because I'm not a depressed person. But do I get to, yes, I do. So this week, earlier this week, I was just a little down. Kind of had a weird off Sunday with comedy. I did two shows on Sunday, and it was okay. They didn't go, they didn't go great. They didn't go terribly. It was just kind of like, meh. It was just like, the, it was like humdrum, you know. I was like, eh, some laughs. The crowd was weird on both places. You know, not a lot of people there. A lot of comics, but just not a lot of people in the crowd. Anyways, I, I, I'm starting to learn that, obviously, I thrive when the environment is thriving. When it's not, it's just, it's just kind of dead in the water. I did a 15-minute set a week and a half ago that the comedy club wanted me to do, and the host put me 15 bucks up or a fifth, fifth, gave me a 15-minute feature set on an open mic, which I'm grateful for. 
and it was good to try it out. But then right, right before I went on, and it wasn't my fault, people just left. It was 9.45 on a fucking Wednesday. So there's maybe five or six people in the crowd that were non-comics. That's not a recipe for success in my mind, unfortunately. I need sort of more of a vibrant audience. You know, probably my best show to date, not in terms of material, but in terms of, of reaction, was that show I had in November up in Ukiah, California, when there's probably 100 plus people there. And there were reactionary people. You know, they were waiting for the punchline. They were waiting for the next uh, 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 word. You know, they were kind of into it. So obviously I kind of need that. You know, but like I said, it was just a little off on Sunday. Woke up Monday, still a little like, what am I doing with my life? I work from home, so I don't see a lot of people. And it's kind of a boring job. It's, it, I, I, again, grateful for it because it gives me a lot of time to think and, and dwell and, and, not, and work out a lot, honestly. So it gives me a lot of time. It doesn't like pay the best in the world. I wish it, wish it paid more. You know, the, the job at Arkansas that I have right now didn't give me as many classes this semester because the, the, the numbers are low. That's how college is going. So that might fall off at some point for me where I'm teaching online again. I don't want to go back in the classroom. I, I'm not doing that. I'm not going back in the classroom again. Hopefully not. Knock on fucking my dick. But hopefully I don't have to go back. But, you know, I was just feeling a little down. Like, what am I doing with my life? I'm fucking 45 years old. Why the hell did I start comedy at 44? It was eight months ago, seven months ago, whatever it was. What, what, this is stupid. This is, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know, I just kind of have, I had one of those days. I just had one of those days. And then, you know what I should have done? I should have, like, in my mind, I, I was like, I should have just stuck at other stuff. Writing, yeah, I should have uh, pursued that, which I still want to do. I would pursue writing more. I was there. I was at the foot, the threshold of publications in terms of novels. I've published several short stories so that I know I can do it. I know I have talent in that. I just kind of not gave it up. I just kind of like, it's too long. It's too much of a waiting game. But again, I was, all this shit was ruminating. And I was thinking that probably the funnest, the, the happiest I was when I was working at fucking like fast food, junky, shitty jobs. <clears throat> like Little Caesars, Pizza Pizza, when I was 17 years old. Yeah, I know I was 17 years old. That was a fun job. I even had a fun job as a bartender in Arkansas when I was 27, 28, 29, 30 years old, whatever it was, for three years. Yeah, I had fun there. Because, you know why? Because I wasn't caring about anything. I wasn't caring about a career. I was, I was looking forward to things that were going to happen to me in the future, obviously. I was in bands when I was younger. So, they, you know, uh, playing punk rock, I was looking forward to that. Didn't utilize getting laid enough at all or trying. What the hell is wrong with me? There's something there in my core, my ancestry, whatever it might be, my DNA, where I just did not try hard enough when I should have. I was a cute little girl. You know? Thin, yes. A little, uh, uh, um, little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I was always macho Josh, but I was a little, you know, I was, I was a little twink back in the day. Small, skinny, long hair. Little twinkie tan, little twinkie little shit. Still fucked up teeth, so maybe that starts. Maybe that was the whole problem. <coughs> maybe that was the whole problem, just having fucked up teeth. I didn't see it when I was like 17, 18 years old. I wonder why girls won't fuck me. Oh, my teeth. Because your smile, Josh, your smile is like a gargoyle taking a shit. That's what your smile looks like. <laughs> you, know what, you know what happened to me the other day? I was at the gym like usual, got done with my two and a half, three hour workout out of the sauna. And then I took a piss, you know, and then I pull up my pants and I'm, you know, putting my shoes on or about to, I can't remember, in the locker room. I look down, there's like little drips coming from my, my, my pants. I'm still pissing. 
I just pissed, mind you. And then I pulled up my fucking, you know, my dungarees, my, my tight uh, workout underwear with compression shorts, whatever the fuck they call them. You know, put my dick in, my, in the little pouch that it comes with. And then I, I'm still pissing. I'm like, what the hell? I, but I didn't feel like I was pissing. But there was dribbles of piss coming down through my pants, my, my shorts. And it's just landing on the fucking locker room floor. I'm like, how am I still pissing? Is this what old age is? You pull up your pants and you're still pissing? I didn't even know I had piss left. Maybe you sweat, but I don't, I don't think I sweat that. I don't think my balls sweat that much in the sauna. And again, like I said, I had my compression shorts on. So there's no way that ball sweat is, is leaking through my compression shorts. So I think I still pull. Does anybody do that? They pull up too quickly? Or you, maybe you didn't expunge. Is that a word? Maybe you didn't expel all of your urine. So you pull up your pants and you're like, fuck. I don't know how many times I've done that or noticed that lately. I, I got, take a piss. Pull up my underwear and my pants, and I'm st- I still piss. There's piss on my pants. I'm still pissing. It's still leaking out. And I think it's a sign of just age, isn't it? So that was fun. But I should have stayed at Little Caesars. You know, I should have stayed at these fucking mundane jobs. Just like I mentioned many times that I wish I would have uh, uh, married like a, just a, a, a lifelong waitress or server, I guess you got to call them that. You know, someone who didn't have uh, <coughs> goals. Someone who didn't have uh, a wherewithal type of nature of, of, of going through uh, bettering yourself, going towards bettering yourself. You know, the type A kind of mentality of career choice and career oriented, I guess. It would it'd be probably a simpler life. Uh, I could probably once feel like the breadwinner in this relationship if that happened. Uh, but, I, 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 but it's fine. It's worked out fine so far and I, I'm proud of her and I'm, I'm glad she goes towards these things better her than me. I don't have that. I have, I have more, uh, grit towards other stuff. You know, I have, I think I have a, a different type of calling than sort of the nine to five. Obviously, uh, I have drive for other things. I haven't given up comedy yet, which I could have easily many, 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 many times. I even get give, I have I haven't completely given up this podcast. I've wanted to. I've given months of myself away from it, taken months away from it, but I haven't given up. So there's something, you know, there's a drive there. Um, but again, I think I just like the, those jobs, though. People look down on them, you know, the service industries. Like, oh, poor. When you see like a 40-something-year-old bartender or 40-something-year-old Marlboro face lined fucking uh, waitress, you kind of feel sorry. Ah, things just didn't. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that, that was their choice. Maybe things just didn't work out for them. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, it's probably their choice. Good for them. Many of them, yeah, it didn't, life didn't work out. Many of them don't maybe have that drive. But I'm sure many of them have chosen that life because there is a freedom to it. There's a freedom to just not giving a fuck. And they're probably good servers. They could be good bartenders. They could be good service-oriented people at fucking Trader Joe's. Yeah, but you kind of feel like maybe that's just my pretentiousness. Sometimes I'm like, ah, that sucks. Ah. But then I'm like, fuck, man. They're probably happy. They're probably happy. You know, I can see, like, I, I quit. I, I don't want to go back to teaching ever again. I don't like academia. I just don't. I'm still part of it, but I don't like the educational field at all. You know, I hear about it with my wife's work. I've been in part of it. It's fucking, it's, it's horrible. I just don't like the institutions. I don't like the, 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 the vibe that the other teachers give out or administrator. You know, they, they, they think they're, they're self-important, sycophantic kind of creeps, right? Most of them, not all of them. There's good teachers out there. I believe I'm married to one who really actually does care. But let's just be honest. You want four months a year off. You do want four months a year off. Um, but again, yeah, like I said, fun times, bartending. Because you just don't care. You fuck around. 
It's just you just fuck around. And I can I can kind of appreciate that more and more that I'm getting older. Especially when I have so much time on my hands to think and dwell and all these other things. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll go bartend again. But then again, there's that one thing I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to be looked at as a loser by others. Not saying they are. Not saying they are. But that's my own psyche. That's my own self-perception. That's my own uh, 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 moxie, if you will, that I have for myself in a weird, zero-confident type of person with weird amount of different types of confidence, if that makes sense. I don't know. Um, speaking of Trader Joe's, it's getting worse and worse out there. Shopping, obviously prices, inflation. I bought fucking today. Okay, so we need maple syrup, right? My kids like pancakes in the weekend, the waffle, shit like that. My wife makes her own mix, all this hippy-dippy shit. Uh, so we, we know all the ingredients going into our pancake mix. And I like to get, we like to get the good maple syrup. We don't, you know, I wish, I wish we were like Mrs. Butterworth, fucking Penny Packer or whatever the other one is called. Mrs. Penny or Penny Wise, Penny Pussy, Pussy Penny, uh, uh, Penny Press. Is that a thing? Is there a Penny Press? Like one of those machines that press pennies in Disneyland? Is that what they're called? Penny Press? Um, Penny Packer, uh, but there's there's uh, Henny, Henny Penny. There's there's a lot of different syrups out there. Uh, Log Cabin is that one? Is that a fucking? Anyways, those syrups are full of just shit. And talk going back to California pretension. It's yeah. I I look at ingredients. I do. We're not the best of the best, but we try to buy decent stuff. But we can't get rid, rid of, away from all of it, of course. But the syrup it's egregiously expensive. <clears throat> if you want pure maple syrup. And not even, you know, I'm not even talking about organic, but at Costco, I think you can get like a, uh, I don't know, 64 ounce or a pretty good jug, uh, jugs, a pretty good jug of organic maple syrup, 100% grade A, whatever the fuck it is, uh, for like, I think it's like 18 bucks now though, 18, $20 for this thing of, 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 of syrup. And I knew we needed syrup, so I'm fuck, I forgot to get it at Costco when I was getting dog food a week, two weeks ago. I'm like, damn it, the syrup. But I don't want to, I never want to buy it because I know it's a fucking expensive. I wish we were, like I said, $2.99, $3.99 for fucking Mrs. Butterworth or Aunt Jemima, whatever the fuck it is. Or did we get rid of Aunt Jemima? Was that syrup? I think it was. I think we got rid of Aunt Jemima or maybe the shape of the bottle. Was it the shape of the bottle? Was it too hippie? Did, we, did she have too much of a, of, a, of a woman's hips of that, of that certain culture? Or was, did she have like a do-rag on or something? Or like an apron? What was the problem with Aunt Jemima and the shape of the bottle? I can't remember. Was it perpetuating racism in a fucking syrup bottle? <coughs> fucking full of high fructose corn syrup and red dye number 10? Um, but I had to go get syrup. So I went to a syrup store. Uh, I went to a fucking Safeway. $17.99 for a fucking, like a, like a 12-ounce thing of syrup. $17.99. I'm like, what the fuck? So I didn't buy it. I'm like, what? I don't want to take out a loan for syrup. So eventually, I got syrup. It's not organic, but it is 100% grade A Vermont shit. What the? Why is syrup so? Don't you don't you just stick a like a, a spigot or something in a fucking tree? <clears throat> don't you do don't you do that? Maple. You go to a maple tree and you just <clears throat> don't you just, do you have to add anything to it? I thought shit just came out of the trees. Is it because we're cutting down all the trees? Are we clear cutting maples now? <clears throat> I don't remember maple syrup being so fucking expensive. But again, it's an industry I don't really know. But I, I spent eight bucks on that, um, and it was—it's not even a big jug. It's like a ten-ounce, twelve-ounce fucking glass thing of syrup. So eight dollars for fucking syrup. Yeah, I'm complaining about buying an eight-dollar beer. That's stupid. That's egregious. But I think eight-dollar syrup is just as egregious. 
So, like I said, Mrs. Butterworth will die young of diabetes, but at least I spent $3 for a plastic jug shaped like a black woman. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, Trader Joe's. Uh, like I said, it's getting worse out there. The, the people are so unaware, and this is, this is irking me. I just saw it earlier when I was walking my dog. There was another walker, uh, a person, but I hate it when people walk and they're on their phones. You're outside. You're supposed to be kind of in quote-unquote nature, even though this is a fucking suburban wasteland. But you're supposed to be kind of introspective while you're walking, at least in my mind. I take walks, one, to walk the dog, but I take walks to just kind of uh, uh, let my mind filter a little bit. Let it resonate in the world. Um, you know, it, it clears the mind, just like exercise does. Just getting out of the house makes me feel better almost automatically. When I'm cooped up all day, I have a lot of papers to edit, or I'm just feeling lazy, no motivation, blah, blah, blah. I have to, once I get out of the house, it's just like, ah, it's like a freedom. A weird freedom comes over you when you get out of the house, at least for me. And it annoys me when people are fucking on their phone and walking, and they're talking. And well, I don't know why, I, but it's not as agreed, it's not as bad. It's not as shit holy of a fucking human trait as being on the phone when you're at the store. And I understand quick calls, but it's like when you have a screaming baby at a restaurant. You take that motherfucker out of the restaurant. You take that screaming little shit from its fucking high chair. <clears throat> from its car seat, whatever, and you sling that motherfucker outside. We did it when our kids were young. When, we, when I remember our son having a meltdown in Arkansas at the, a place called the Catfish Hole. You know, we're eating our fucking fried green tomatoes. No, not fried green. There's like green tomatoes on the green, almost like a green salsa on the table. And there are our fucking beautiful hush puppies that we're eating, waiting for our blackened catfish to come out with a side of greens. I mean, he's freaking out. He just does not want to sit still. He's maybe two years old, and he's like, ah! And do we just sit there and let him fucking slap the table? <coughs> no, we're good parents. What we do, we took him outside in, in, in intervals. My wife would take him outside, let him walk around, point at dog shit on the, on the ground. Then I'd she would come back in. I'd go back. I'd go out. You know, pick up a fucking slug and stick it on his blonde head. You know, that's what we did. Co-parenting. But that's what these people in the store remind me of who are talking in the store while they're shopping. Get off the fucking phone. And the worst thing is when they have the speakerphone on and they're pushing a cart and they're talking at the same time. And you can tell it's mindless fucking uh, garble. Gar goggly gook. Gobbly gook. Whatever, whatever they're talking about. Do you have to talk in the fucking frozen section of Trader Joe's to your friend? On speaker about what you're going to be doing over the weekend for Desiree? <coughs> I don't think so. I think that could wait till you're done shopping or go outside if you really need to make that emergency phone call. And how rude is it when you go through checkout and you're on the phone? These people in their bright Hawaiian shirts probably getting paid than, better than people who work at fucking uh, Albertsons because <clears throat> they're smiling, they're happy. Or maybe they're all drugged. Maybe they're on mushrooms. Maybe they're microdosing. Maybe they're California sober. But they're in their bright shirts and they're trying to be happy, but this person's talking on the phone while they're getting checked out. Isn't that rude? Do I just have better sensibility than others? Have you, have you ever... If, if someone calls me in the store, I don't answer. No one calls me because no one likes me. I have no friends. But even if someone was calling me, I don't answer it in the store. 
I don't answer it on walks unless it's like important. And that's like, oh, this person doesn't usually call me. Or I say, I'll call you back. What do you need? Ugh. I'll even step off the fucking sidewalk with my dog because the, the sidewalk's full of human shit. Well, not here. It's dog shit here. <clears throat> In San Francisco, it's human shit. Did I talk about that before? Sorry, I was taking a sip. My throat's a little uh, craggly today. Uh, did I talk about I think I talked about that before. Dog shit on the sidewalk. Maybe I did like an Instagram post or something. But there's dog. What? I don't get that. They're like, they're, they're probably the same person who's on the phone. The person who lets their dog shit while it's walking. Because there's not like a pile of shit sometimes in the sidewalk. There's like intervals of shit. It's like a, it's like a snail trail of shit. Or a slug trail. Is that, is that the right thing? Bread, a cookie crumb trail. Breadcrumb trail. Where the fuck? Hansel and Gretel shit. It's the breadcrumb trail. Like there's a shit here. Then there's a little morsel here, another one. one there's a, then there's a fat log, and then another. The kid, the dog's like shitting like a horse while it's walking. I thought dogs crouch. I've watched my dog shit multiple times. Kind of fascinating, but it has a crouch and shit. Are these owners on the phone just like walking down shit, 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 and they don't even notice their dog shitting? <clears throat> At least kick it to the grass. Something. Then people are having having to put signs in their yard. Please respect our grass. We love dogs. We don't like dog shit. Whatever the fucking signs say. Ugh, human nature. Human. It was, it was people on the phone and Trader Joe's. Dog shitters on the sidewalk. Fucking human shit in San Francisco all over the place. We're going. We're going down the tubes as a society. Going down the tubes. We're, we're off the rails a little bit, to a certain degree, and I don't know why. But yeah, the people. And then the worst ones, I think. I don't know. Trader Joe's might be the worst. You know, I, I, I often imagine myself at some point in my life wanting to really rail and just go off on somebody, like in, who, someone stupid in public who, who's in the wrong. It would be it just, it's like a fantasy of mine. You know, another fantasy I have is like, like stopping a robbery or something like that, you know, being the hero. Actually, I think most people, maybe, maybe it's only men, have that sort of fantasy, you know, jumping in, some, in front of someone who's about to get shot, you know, taking the bullet, what, what have you. But I have a fantasy of just, like, yelling at somebody. Just, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck off your phone, you bitch! You fake, fat lip, duck lip, fucking Instagram twat. That's what I want to do. And one day, it was, like, it was like bumper cars with those carts. There was a stupid asshole. I think it was an older woman. Not even old, old. Like, 50s, 60s. You know, a little older than me. And she was doing the whole, like, lean over the cart with her fat belly. You know, and she had a phone in one hand. And she's kind of pushing the cart with, like, her the fat of her forearms or her, her inner thighs. I don't know what the fuck it was. But she's pushing this and she's slowly rolling forward. And there's like four of us behind her. Like, we need to fucking get past you, you fat bitch. That's what, in my fantasy, I just wanted to, God, you fucking big fat whore. The, the, the goddamn sodium-free nuts aren't going to help you, bitch. You're going to die. You're going to die because you're stupid. And then... um. I don't know. That's, a, that's what sounds fun. Then I'll smash like a fucking uh, butter in her face. Pour some goddamn kombucha, trilogy kombucha on her or some shit. I don't know. Uh, fantasies. That's what I think of. Think of. But there's four of us. Behind. We're like fucking bumper cars. Like I said, like our cars slamming together and the, someone hits my fucking ass taint. You know, I got a fucking, I got a carrot stuck in my dick. <coughs> and it's like the tricolor. It's the fucking, it's the heirloom carrots. What are those ones called? It's like a purple carrot. I'm like, what, what the, where the fuck does a purple carrot come from? I had to buy them because they were out of orange carrots for some reason. I don't know. Well, how do stores go out of orange? I went to McDonald's the other day. Like my McCafe writing session, I call it. I go to My wife makes fun of me because I go to McDonald's to get coffee. All right? She makes fun of me. I'm not going to buy a $7 coffee. I'm just not. 
So I'll get my so, and they fucking raise the prices. After the new year, it used to be like a dollar. It used to be a dollar. It used to be a dollar for any size coffee. Then it went up to like a dollar thirty-nine. Then a dollar forty-nine. And now it's like a dollar eighty-five in total. Still two bucks for a cup of Joe. But I, I usually have my writing sessions there. I get a cup of coffee, bring my my pretentious Yeti uh, uh, tumbler, coffee mug, and I pour a, a three quarters of it into that to save it for later. Drink a little bit at the at the at the shop uh, during my writing session at the store uh, at the restaurant. And now you know. And the other day, they were out of large cups, so they only had small and medium coffees. And the, the coffees at McDonald's, if you don't know, they're all the same price, all the same price. So why would you not get a large? So anyways, but they're out of large coffee. What fucking me- mega, mega company runs out of fucking large cups? I know, toilet paper. We had a problem with that a few years ago. <clears throat> like Walmart was out of toilet paper. How's that happen? I don't know. But how, excuse me, I got a burp. But how do you run out of large cup? Anyway, I'm off on that sort of tangent. What was I talking about? Oh, the fucking... Fat bitch with her underarm fat pushing the stroller or the cart. All right. So the, here's my fantasy as well. So, yeah, I have that fantasy with smashing, like, fucking uh, cottage cheese in her face and fat-free uh, cookie dough. I don't know. <clears throat> but what I think we should do as a policy in this country, in the world, possibly, we can honk at people in our vehicles, right? And you don't – there's no, like, chastising for it. There's nothing wrong with – you know, some people are over-honkers. Some people honk too quickly. Some people honk, you know, just to be a dick. Sometimes it, I do it. We've all done it. But there is satisfaction in it, isn't in there? Do you guys feel the satisfaction of honking at someone who's just doing something so stupid? Like someone who is late getting into a left lane turn and they get in too late. So half of the car is sticking out into the lane that's trying to go straight. So therefore, them turning left is way more important than 30 other cars having, wanting to go straight through a green light. Do you know what I'm talking about? Bad stuff. Egregious stuff, just just the mental errors. You know, maybe it's just the incapacity to have to have human ethos. I don't know what it might be, but whatever it is, that's so satisfying when you're able to finally just go around that person. You just you just lay on that fucking horn like aggressively angry. All your muscles are firing, and you wish sometimes your your horn didn't sound like a fucking. Uh, 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 a weak fucking clown nose. You know, I have a, I have a truck. It should be like, you know, but it's it's a decent. You know, my I think my wife's fucking gay Subaru is like, meep, meep. you know, it's like a little. It's it's, it's not even. It's, it's barely. It's like a clown car. It's like what? Where, where, you know, you just want a fucking diesel air horn. And when you see those fuckers, those people, or a fucking bum crossing the street slowly. You know, I just really when when the light's green. I really wish I could just like, why can't we do that in public with our cars? That it, it, that's a fantasy of mine, like that stupid fucking uh, sodium-free granola crunch eating fat lady at Trader Joe's. Why can't I just go right next to her with my cart and go right into her ear, just go right to her next to her big fat earlobe and go, Rawr! and not even say anything and just walk right past her. People at the gym on their phone, can we, can we do that? The fucking idiots at the gym who work out together. Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, douchebag, douchebag. Can any... This, I know I'm going off the rail. What, what, fuck, 55 already. So there's no order to this podcast. And I, don't, I don't have many notes. Not a lot of prep work today. But the, can women be... Can actually women be attracted to young men anymore? Have you seen young men or people in general... 
Like, I think it's creepy. Yeah. Am I going to, and I was talking to my wife about this. She's like, yeah, of course they could find him attractive. I'm like, yeah, she does. I'm sure she does. And then I find, I'm sure I, I'm, I'm sure I've seen like young girls and like, wow, she's hot. But then I, then I think about, then I see how young she is actually. And I'm like, ugh. You know, kind of, I know I'm not a pedophile. I know I'm not a pedophile because I catch myself wearing, watching like older and older porn. Not like porn with like 90-year-olds. That's a little creepy. But I'm finding myself like, eh, she's probably like 50, 45, still looks good. I find myself in that because I'm normal, I think. I can't watch these like teeny porn. That's not good. I can't watch anything. or It kind of creeps me out when I'm like checking a girl's ass out at the gym, which happens. And then she turns around and she's like 18 maybe. But I can't tell anymore. They look so so young. They're, I mean, they're my son's age. I can't, you know, I, I can't, that's creepy to me. So I know there, there is old creeps out there like, oh, oh fuck, 18, you know, grass on, the, grass on the field, play ball, whatever fucking other pedophile shit is out there. Because that's what it is. If you're old enough to bleed, old enough for me, you know, gross shit. Where did that come from? But I can't, you know, but the, the, the guys <coughs> are just as bad. Outside of like wearing pajamas to school or for job interviews and shit, just to, like the, the laziness of, of, of the fashion sense that kid, kids have these days. The gym young guys are the worst because they're, they're barely working out. They group up with like three, four, five guys on one machine and they're taking up the machine for an hour because they're all doing a set. You know, and, and, and they it change out. They, they, this guy does a set. That guy does a set. Then the third guy has to do a set. So if you wanted to get on that machine or use that bench or whatever, they're going to be there for fucking ever. Right, so it's not fair to the rest of it, but they're just they're unaware young people and they're flexing in the mirror all the time. They're hardly working out, they're flexing more than they're working out. Does anybody find that attractive? Can a woman of like can like a middle-aged you know, the thing is like middle-aged women probably check out younger dudes, right? I don't think they well, women don't age well. No offense. They don't. Men age much better. That's not like a hidden secret of our of our culture, of of of, of human nature in general. Men age better than women. Uh, just it's just a fact. Not saying women can't age well. But statistically speaking, you know, you could still look pretty debonair, handsome when you're going gray, getting a little older, your body's not as fit as it once was. You know, women, women don't have that luxury as much, I don't think. So, but it is kind of, anyways. So, and like I said, I find older women attractive still. And I, I, it creeps me out when like they're, they're even under probably 30 now. If they're under 30, they're closer to my son's age than they are to me. And that's kind of the cutoff. So if I see a good-looking girl, yeah, I'll check her out, but I won't feel good about it. But do women actually see these dudes like flexing in the mirror, going home, wearing Crocs and fucking pajama pants all day? Can they find that attractive? Even if the guy is built, handsome, good, whatever, you got to be like, Ugh, Jesus, what the fuck happened to men? Don't they still want that sort of uh, 007, James Bond kind of man? You know, the sort of uh, stylistic, hey, hello, hello, ladies, you know, opening the door. For, I don't even, I don't, do guys do that anymore? I think men are probably afraid to, one, look at a woman. Thanks, Me Too and Harvey Weinstein. You know, but we're, we're afraid to look at women. But do, do young men, do they hold doors open for girls anymore? Do they even pay for their meals or offer to? Or is it now assumed when you go on a date with a person that you're sharing the bill? But I think women still find it sexy Right, they still find it. It's turn a turn on when a man is still a man. We still have those old cultural uh, relevancies, don't we? Or it is still culturally relevant to have that sort of uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the uh, fuck. I'm blanking now. I'm almost an hour in accommodations. 
No. Resources? No. You know what I'm talking about. Roles. Fucking, yeah, feminine, masculine roles. I think those old school roles still apply to this day and age. Or do they? I don't know. I can never imagine myself dating. If anything happens between me and my wife in our, in our marriage, which is possible, of course, with every fucking marriage, uh, with every relationship. But if anything, I don't want to date. I don't think I would date. I don't want to go through that. I would be like, what am I supposed to do? Even if the woman was my age, am I, am I supposed to like slap her ass now? Do I even touch her ass? Uh, does she want me to look at her? Do, do I buy her the spaghetti and meatballs? You know, do I hold the door open and she want me to fucking smush her face into the, into the fucking pillow later? I don't know. Nobody knows what to do. So I'm just like the, the age gap, the, the bridge is, is really, it's a lot bigger and a lot, it spans so much more open water than it used to. At least that, that's my theory. And I think I touched on nothing and everything that I wanted to touch on to today. All right, that's the pod for this week. Talk to you guys later.